so good day good day good morning good evening good night um <laughs> here we are starting episode 10 and on a, on a bit of a strange note I can't get through there that's a cul-de-sac so sorry about that we we just started our walk it was drizzling slightly we had to go a different route to drop off uh, laura's ballot paper in the post box we'll get to that now and we walked up a little path now we don't quite know which way to turn without walking into somebody's yard or garden so as we go um been a few days we wanted to do well yesterday would have been a good opportunity for a, a ramblings but uh power was a bit low on the battery so i couldn't couldn't do it so today is what is today uh, the 5th of may it is a Wednesday, so I think we're, I'm not sure where we ended off on the last one, but I think it has something to do with the electric vehicle. Yeah. So we've had a few days experience, uh, almost a week now, with the new car, and uh, the car itself is, is pretty cool. Um, it drives very well, it's silent, you don't know when it's on or off, it, uh, it's got all these nice features. Um, we are just having one slight sort of technical issue with the damn car and that's that every time you switch on the alarm and you walk away from the vehicle the freaking alarm goes off and it's hooters blaring and lights flashing and there's no indication as to that there's anything wrong or open or anything along those lines anyway so long story short what you've got to do is you've got to switch it off and rearm it and you've got to wait give it one or two minutes if it goes off again do the same thing so um generally it goes off once twice is sort of the norm and the last day now today for example twice it's gone off three times so it's quite annoying you get anywhere you go you've got to literally get out the car lock it and then uh, wait and then as the alarm goes you quickly switch it off and switch it on again and uh, you know after the first day that we had it and it, it started doing this I was, I was googling it and um, it seems to be an inherent alarm issue with MGs going back to earlier models in 2003 even so it's a bit of a problem so we contacted the, the leasing agency which said we must contact AA which we did because obviously you've got this car now attached to it and they said it's fine they'll make a, an appointment with the dealership unfortunately that appointment is three weeks away so in the interim we're having to switch on and off the alarm uh, wherever you go you wait so in the gym in the mornings we've got to stand out in the cold <laughs> wait two three minutes no 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 rephrase Cass stands out in the cold, I go and start training. Yeah, so anyway, well, I'm losing like two, three minutes of my training time. Laura's already warmed up by the time I get in because <laughs> I'm now waiting for this, this thing to go off. Then when we get home, same story. So we're in, I stand by the door for a couple of minutes and wait for it to switch on, switch off. Then i got to take the kids to school. Come back home again, same story. And then this afternoon, I pick Kian up and it's raining. So I'm standing with an umbrella outside the car waiting for the damn alarm to go off and it did it went off three times then i came home again and it went off once, once. no twice, twice. Yeah. 
So anyway, it is annoying, um, but I'm hoping this will be able to be, get fixed because, like I said, in general, no complaints. It's all good. Now it's got a funny smell, like burning smell. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't know if that's my imagination or if there's actually something happening. But we'll see soon enough. So the other sort of challenge we had with it, or the experience, was the charging. <laughs> so the battery was empty. So I've signed up for the different apps. Um, BP Pulse has got a whole network of charging points. But you got to they send you a card or a little tag so that you can literally go to the machine, tag it, and start charging. But prior to this, you've got you can charge remotely or start the uh, the charge remotely using the app. But the machine that we chose to initially do it for with didn't work. So it can be faulty. Yeah. And we we know this now because we've been there twice. We've been there twice. You know, <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. It won't be a thrust. No. So that would have been our preferred charging station because it's closer to home. There's two machines, but we ended up going to the same one. Yeah. Anyhow, so we we spent. Actually, there's four machines, but only two of them are compatible. So all these new things we learned. So it's been. That was on Saturday. We we spent 40 minutes on the phone with the support team. And they were remotely trying to reboot the unit and recharge and all the rest of it. Eventually we gave up with that. Went to another unit and it worked first time. So, yeah. so today I got, the other one was the Shell, yeah. the Shell network. I actually got the tag from Shell in the post today. But, but um, the infrastructure is not as big as um, BP. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we've got that one more for traveling along highways and as a backup or whatever because they they're not as widespread as the bp network yet so still waiting for the bp tag uh so that's the car what else um oh something i wanted to talk about yesterday there's other stuff that's happened i mean what did we do this weekend there was we went oh. in a pub in the freezing, freezing rain on Monday. Okay, so this weekend past was uh, May Day bank holiday weekend. So Monday was the third, which was a bank holiday here in the UK. Yeah. And we decided, well, we'll do an adults-only outing with uh, my sister and her husband and myself. So we booked, pre-booked, because obviously everywhere you go, Everybody's keen to get out and so you gotta make bookings and you get like a two hour slot. So we booked ahead not quite a week but it was a decent couple of days. Okay, so it was like three or four days ahead. And then the weather turned. Um, Saturday was or well, Sunday was actually awesome. Do not eat the pistachio ice cream. Yeah, it has turned. But Monday was pissing with rain. So cold. I think there was like in certain areas of England there was monsoon conditions. <laughs> no, I saw that on the on the on the news headlines. <laughs> I think the photo that'll be attached to to this rambling will be the one of Klaus drinking a beer in spring with a beanie and gloves. And gloves. Sitting <laughs> under a marquee. Anyway, so we it was it was actually it was nice. The there weren't many people there, days. so the pub we went to was called the Chestnut Arms. Chester Arms. Chester Arms, sorry, Chestnut Arms, not Chestnut. 
and uh, it was in Newport Pagnell which is about a 15 minute drive from where we were or well, where we stay nothing too hectic so apart from the freezing weather it was actually quite nice the food was decent um, the dessert was absolutely oh, amazing so, good. so that was nice and it was just good to get out and then uh, so it's been a shorter week this week in terms of work because yesterday was Tuesday but it was actually Monday because Monday was a bank holiday although with Laura's job being multinational global, global sorry they don't have the same bank holidays everywhere so she did have some meetings on Monday that she attended to but the boys didn't have school uh, yeah so I don't know if we mentioned in the previous video that we did, or talk, that we did get the boys new bicycles. So just before leaving the house now, I get a call from Ethan to say, oh, his bike is messed up. Brand new. It's like a week old. It's only even two weeks. No, it's not actually, it's not actually two weeks. It's like a week and a half. So anyway, it's like what happened. Some kid came out the bush, or I didn't say bush, he says, some kid kicked his back really fell and now the, the gear change is bent. So I'm yet to see it. It sounds a little bit suspicious as to that's how it happened. Uh, he fell down and whatever. So I don't deny the fact that he fell and the thing's damaged, but how that fall happened, we shall see once we've interrogated him with some spotlights. <laughs> in a dark room with little to no water and maybe a couple of uh, leads connected to a car battery we'll see how much voltage the, the MG can put out yeah. so yeah um, damaged bicycle we're going to have to take that back to we're into uh, Stony to go and see what the repair cost is going to be on that one uh, what else we got? Sorry, that scraping in the background. It's just some construction guys busy working in the house that we just passed. And now we're walking past Old Beams. Still a very nice pub. A pub that we went to on our first out and out uh, outing. There's not many people there now because it was raining. It was raining, but it's now stopped raining again. Oh, like yesterday. The weather was crazy. You've got sunshine, next thing it's hailing. And you've got freaking torrential winds. And then there's sunshine again, and then it was hailing and raining. So it's a bit of a bit of a on. That's also what happened yesterday. I took the Peugeot, we sold it. So I uh, took the Peugeot into a sort of a dealership, second-hand car dealership called Arnold Clark I did an online evaluation I evaluated the vehicle then I took it in and I did an in-person evaluation and uh, it was like literally on our on our minimum acceptance bid that we said we'd take on it because we've lost quite a bit of money on it so unfortunately it is the case but uh, didn't help us hanging on to the car because pretty soon you won't be able to sell petrol cars because we've got super super boss lady in the know here <laughs> we're preempting the inevitable 
Yeah, look, the plan was to keep the car for Ethan, you know, he's 16 now, so soon he'll start getting his learners, and then eventually he'll get his drivers, and we thought, oh, you know, we'll keep that car for him, and then, you know, he can at least motor around if he wants to, but by 2030, you no know, petrol or diesel vehicles will be sold, um, so a bit of a risk, and it was old, and the roadworthy wasn't so great, and it needed tyres, and so it just made sense to... So cut, our, cut our losses. So yeah. Speaking of cut our losses, we're just walking up to Katarina's house, <laughs> which is a Shenley retreat where Laura gets her treatments and uh, everything done. We have mentioned it before. So we're walking past it now. You can see a big Buddha in the window at the top in the therapy room. It's always, always cool. You've had a massage. I had a massage there too, and it was really good. Uh, yeah, what else? There was something else. Oh, we started off by saying we had to drop off ballot papers. So, Laura registered to vote. And yesterday, the ballot paper, paper arrived in the post. But first, I had to get approval to vote at home. So, I had to apply to vote at home because that is also, you vote by post. Sorry, let me get the terminology correct. So, I had to first get that approval, which happened quite quickly because uh, I think they just want voters to vote and um, yeah so when the ballot papers arrived um, just for me to fill out and sign and yeah so I did vote okay so now now it comes down to it well there's three options on the ballot paper four, four options to vote for yeah we don't actually know any other parties and what they do and who they who they are and what they stand for so uh, out comes Google again Google. Googler and uh, we like looked up the various parties and this is what they stand for no well, we didn't do it in essay because we sort of had an idea of which party was which and who were the good guys and who were the bad guys in our eyes but uh, a little bit different yeah all politics all politics is politics anyway she made her ex on the mat on the spot yeah. and we dropped it off in the post tomorrow it needs to be well it needs to arrive at the office by tomorrow evening yeah so hopefully Royal Mail will do its job because the box is only going to be cleared tomorrow morning and they will receive her vote as a legal and registered vote. Ta-da! Ta-da! Ta-da. Uh, so maybe another topic we can touch on is how upset and sad our kids have been. So we've gone from super excited, yeah, we're going, let's do this can't wait to get there, going to do so many fun things, and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that didn't happen, so we've uh, had some challenges in terms of trying to keep our kids mentally sane and happy and telling them that it's all not, not all doom and gloom and the world's not all going to come crashing down on them, and, and that's it's tough and it's uh, it's a lot of pressure on you. So just to interject here, I mean... You know how it is, when you look back, everything's always rosy, so they don't remember any of the shitty stuff. Yeah. Everything's just about, oh, I missed this because it was so awesome, and I missed that because it was so awesome, but at the time, it wasn't really awesome in their eyes either, so it is a perspective thing. It's not to say that it's any, any worse here for them. I think it's just the circumstances and the fact that maybe they don't have the, the, the sort well, the of social is, circle. The comment is made is, we want to go back to the way it was. 
we want to go we want to go back to South Africa back to the way it was that's the general like comment and sentiment from these two but I mean reality is that even if you go back to South Africa it's never going to be the same it's never going to be the way it was because circumstances have changed going back's not going to make them any any better if anything probably worse because we've literally left everything behind so, you know, it's again one of the reasons that we wanted to involve them in all the decisions that we made and um, try to explain it in the best way possible that even we had uh, knowledge of at the time because we didn't know what it was going to be like exactly. But again, it's, it's a perspective thing and uh, I'm quite happy purely for the fact is that I'm living in the moment, making the most of the opportunities and looking forward to the future as well. And I know that it's a it's not a, a permanent thing to say, well, this is me for the rest of my life. Woe is me. It's taking advantage of opportunities that are presented. Yeah. And in this way, we're also trying to give the kids that perspective. But I think as a child, as a teenager, perspectives are different. I mean, if I look back at my own perspectives at those times, you know, a year in a child's life is forever. Compared to now, where I look back and a year is just a drop in the ocean. Yeah, looking at the way time's flying. So, yeah, so we, we're trying to sort of uh, prepare Kian for secondary school, which is imminent. And um, just get their headspace right, you know. Like, I must say, Ethan has drastically improved. Um, just in he's in the last two weeks. He's just, yeah, he's just different, which is a pleasure. And um, thanks to, to Gabby, who has managed to find a uh, a twelve kindred soul. A, ki- a kindred soul for Kian just by pure fluke. Um, they got here in in November. Little dude is eleven, turning twelve at the end of June, and uh, he's not having such a cool time in this new place called home. And uh, so Gabby has uh, hooked us up with um, this family and. We will hopefully meet them on um, right. on the weekend. And yeah, Kian's actually super keen to meet uh, Kewen. 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 So Kewen and Kian might become uh, <laughs> a, a duo. Yeah, but um, thanks, Gabs. It's uh, definitely sparked a bit of... Belong to you. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so there was a dog whistle calling uh, a doggy back that sort of let loose to go and meet another one. So yeah, sorry, uh, we're meeting up actually in the park where we're walking past now. Weather dependent on Sunday with this family. Um, so like like Laura said, this this kid is 11, turning 12, so he's only a few months older than Kian, but he's already a year ahead in the school because of the way that the school year works here. So. He's in year seven at the moment, going to year eight, where Kian is in year six, going to seven. Yeah. Although they're only a couple of months apart. So it'll be uh, interesting to meet up and hopefully they head it off. Because they actually live in the same village as us, or estate as they put it here. <laughs> that sounds all fancy schmancy, we're living in an estate, but it's literally just little another place. little village cluster. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he lives up the road, not too far from where we are. So if if it if it all works out well and they meet and they they happy chappies, then we can um, at least he's got somebody to go to. Yeah, and 
Hopefully there's a bit of a connection and they can commiserate about South Africa and how terrible their parents are for uprooting their entire livelihood. And they can vent with each other and yeah, maybe that'll make him feel better. So he did mention when I told him after picking up at school, he's like, oh, I'll have somebody that I can talk to about the same stuff. So here's holding thumbs and uh, yay. Yeah, so guys, this coming week, I am presenting at the Global Global Fleet Conference, uh, all virtual, but um, if you are keen to actually see me in action, see me in action um, yeah, come and have a look for the OV Drive breakout session, and um, come, <laughs> come and cheer me on and give me some moral support, because yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'll... I will be facing and how many people will be in my session but um yeah new opportunities i guess boss lady <laughs> hashtag local whatever it's called who oh i don't know <laughs> probably bossy bossy yeah so yeah so a uh, couple of thousand people online forum every drives hosting a virtual booth yeah and uh, Laura's she's actually got a, a training set well not a training session a test or a rehearsal session on, a rehearsal on Friday just to test all the connections technologies. yeah and then she got a green screen today so funny yeah so I got a green screen and uh, for my own little like booth now in terms of setup and uh, whatnot, so it's pretty cool. Which I just shows you how you have to adapt and uh, work from home, I guess. So they were also speaking about work now. There was a couple of challenges. So Laura got her first paycheck, but they couldn't pay her because <laughs> the account that we have doesn't have an IBAN number. So. Uh, I had to open another virtual account, link it to my existing account, pay into that IBAN account number from somewhere else in the world, and then transfer it into my account or into Laura's account from there. So we got the money, but it was a, a rigmarole of note. So it's all sorted now, but it's just because the company the company's UK account hasn't been established yet, so hopefully going forward it will be a bit easier. But just to show you, I mean, even even so, you can you can make a plan, and that in transaction cost us 32 pence. Yeah. So not too not too shabby, not. All no. virtually. All done online. All right. Well, looks like our time is up. <coughs> we don't want to keep you for too long. Um, Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of Ramblings of a Wandering Couple on this channel. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Goodbye.